Hi guys, well, if you're still not sick of listening to me, um, here I go again. So, just finished the live stream, um, went back to YouTube and saw uh, a new uh, spooky scary tag. So, I thought, why not? I'm online, I'm in the recording zone, I've just waffled for two hours, may as well have another go. So, just found this one, it just appeared from one second, I've taken some quick notes. Blah, blah, oh my word. Right, sorry, <laughs> get the head straight, this is so professional, but um, I found it on Typical Books, a uh, lovely lady who I've uh, subscribed to, uh, Booktuber, does a lot of reviews, so it just popped up in the feed as soon as I went to my main uh, channel, so straight away, ah, let's check out, so, um, click on it and see what happens. Um, it originated from Big Hard Books and Classics. Somebody I'm not familiar with, but I'm sure to check them out. Uh, longer I'm starting to do this, uh, more I'm starting to encounter people and booktubers and reviewers and people that love horror, and I'm starting to see a wee bit of a community network, which I'm starting to appreciate. So rather than just the typical stuff that's out there, I'm starting to find more in the nation. People I'm actually uh, starting to appreciate their work and what they have to say. So uh, really good, and obviously happy to take part in these sort of things. So let's go. There are five questions. So first one is, what is a scary book that reminds you of 2020? Well, I'd have to say, um, and probably not a popular opinion, but it'd have to be George Orwell, um, either Animal Farm or 1984, or a combination of both. And the reason is quite simple. There's a lot of gnarly shit going on at the moment. And irrespective of what your thoughts and beliefs are, there's sinister sort of agencies working in the background, playing people against each other like video games and just creating this uh, just nastiness and hatred. And at the end of the day, it's the ordinary people who are suffering because they're the ones getting cancelled jumped on by the mob, they're fighting with each other in the streets. The actual powerful people that are behind all this and winding everything up through the media and various other things, they're not getting touched, but the rest of us just trying to get about our daily lives are just getting mangled in between. And I just can't help think these these two books um, just come into mind at the moment thinking, uh, yeah, and if it comes to pass and they get what they want, then those that have used as foot soldiers will be the first that will be turned on because in the end it's the same group of people that are playing both sides and it's just uh, it's just gnarly and that's one reason why I try to avoid talking about current events or politics or religion or fucking anything that uh, just I don't want to bring that into this channel I don't want to bring that type of conversation in here because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, we're all people, we've all got the right to think and believe, even if we don't agree with each other, what we want. And we're also entitled to a bit of escapism. You know, the whole point of having a love of horror, science fiction, fantasy, you know, superheroes, the whole point is that you step away from the real world for a bit of time and just go somewhere else and forget about the daily news, which is depressing and things that are going on and particularly politics I don't know just it's the most toxic uh, career path anyone could uh, choose to be in a part of yeah there's reasons for it but at the same time it's a whole toxic mess and most ordinary people don't want anything to do with that so yeah 
this whole thing that's going on in the underlands, sinister goings on in between it, and what's being played out, just yeah, it's frightening to even think about. And I try not to. Anyway, on a happy note, question two: What is a new scary, spooky novel you want to read in twenty twenty one? Well, actually, a number. Uh, anyone that's familiar with this channel knows that what we do is we uh, feature the works of uh, aspiring writers and independent authors. What I want to start doing is maybe somewhere behind me is get maybe a small bookcase, uh, something interesting, not just a normal one, but like a coffin-shaped one or something uh, interesting. If I can find it, it's going to take me a minute because I'm I've got an idea in my head, so I'm quite fussy about what I want to pick. But what I want to do over the next year is actually start picking up physical copies from authors that have actually submitted to the show and start building a collection. Uh, obviously, first of all, if there's a novel that's being featured in the show, I want a physical copy of it so I can put it in the shelf and then just as this podcast goes on, uh, not just getting to read uh, fun works by people that are supporting the show, but also I just like to see, I like to collect things with a purpose. And I'd like to see how that collection grows as this podcast does and where we end up uh, at some point whether it progresses into something else or comes in after it close because who knows where life leads you but it'd be interesting to see uh, will I get to a point where I need a new bookcase because it's completely filled and I want it to be and this isn't me by the way going oh send me free books no this is things I want to do myself is when I buy a book I want to buy somebody I'm actually connected to that's a big thing with me it's so easy to jump in pop culture but I want I like the idea of actually having a personal connection with um, somebody who creates art so that's one of my motivations for creating this podcast and working with people is just if you have a personal connection then their work's been more to you um, yeah it's a bit of a waffle but uh, hopefully you get what I'm coming across so that's that's my plan for 2021 uh, we'll see where that goes number three who is an author you are afraid of reading? I don't know about afraid. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm not afraid of anything. You know, I mean, there's. I just jump into life and crack on. I don't think I'm afraid of like being shocked by anybody. Um, a bit nervous or no more start. Somebody I've been meaning, I've been dancing around the edges of for a while, and that's uh, Neil Gaiman. I'm a massive Terry Pratchett fan. I had all his works. Uh, read him religiously and obviously through Terry Pratchett came, uh, became aware of Neil Gaiman particularly after uh, Sir Terry's death and Neil Gaiman uh, gave a few interviews and he was actually part of the ceremony and also destroying Terry's hard drive so that nothing new would be created and uh, just hearing about the close friendship so it made me interested in reading his works. However, with long-standing authors that have been going around for a while they have so much stuff out there and it's also separating between the graphic novels because uh, cash flow at the moment isn't fantastic so graphic novels are expensive and I hate buying comics because I don't like buying bits of stories I'm waiting so I like to buy a full graphic novel so I can read an entire story and they're not cheap so I'm just hesitant because I don't if I jump into somebody I go in full tilt and I don't want to disappoint myself or get frustrated by buying a book that's out of sequence or doesn't you know doesn't fully tell the story and then i have to wait a long time before getting the next bit and then i've lost my kind of uh traction if that makes sense where if i i usually binge 
read or binge watch things you know it's if it's a series or an author or something i usually try and collect a whole slew of stuff at uh, once and then just pour into it uh, and then obviously once i've fried my brain i like to go back and nitpick but i just have this thing this initial blast of just buy everything and go for it <laughs> right uh of all the things you have lost sorry question four let's try and keep this sort of professional but of all the things you have lost what do you miss the most uh well this is recent history um last year house fire lost everything um i've just returned i was living in america for a few years i've just returned to the uk i'm trying to start from scratch again uh but enough so all my books all my uh figurines ornaments all my doofy stuff is gone you know things i've collected over the years uh the thing that really annoyed me was actually my military photographs of my time in the military so there's one in particular where i was part of the royal garden 2007 and pictured was taken with our trip and the queen and that's gone so that was a shame uh but just to keep this kind of horror bigot related i had uh, all five books of the omen series so that was really a good one it actually took you know took the movies and then expanded the story on and actually got a complete story from beginning to the end which i really missed i also had flip I used to buy, there's a publishing company called Futura, and they did all the movie tie-ins. I had um, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, uh, 1 to 5, and it was actually, books are that old, you know what I mean, the, the pages were starting to like, turn you out, I was afraid to pick it up after a while because it was actually starting to, the pages come away from the spine, they're that old, but still, um, that publishing company doesn't exist, I could probably look on eBay and pay a fortune if somebody has a copy, but... The thought of trying to go and trawl through all that again just nah upsets me another one isn't horror rated but i actually had the sequel and talking about horror uh, film tie-ins with books that's how i got into reading by the way because obviously i liked i like to go more in depth into a story so i liked when i was a young you know early teens i liked film tie-ins that basically novelized the uh, movie that came out but there was one in particular um it was a sequel to E.T., uh, Steven Spielberg film. It was called The Book of the Green Planet. And it was actually, um, it was a novel and it was basically based on E.T. going home back to his home planet. And he was actually um, reprimanded for running away from the ship in the first place. And he's getting into bother in his home planet. He's disgraced. Elliot's grown up and becoming a man. And it was a whole, it was actually an interesting story. It took it to a different level, if that makes sense. Because if, you know from the movie, I know it's a kid's movie, etc, but they had him almost as a simple creature, but these were an advanced society of botanists that travelled the galaxy. So yeah, I understand it was a kid's movie, but you didn't really see the fact that these beings, and it didn't give them a name uh, in the book of the forest, I can remember, but these beings were international, intergalactic, there we go, get the words right, intergalactic botanists, so they were actually going around planets collecting samples and that was their whole thing this was just a research vessel and actually going back and understanding that culture which seems weird but it was a really good book i don't know if you can get it anymore so if you can find that one um it's well worth trying to pick out if it's still published but it was a wee quirky one i just found i used to go into secondhand bookshops and uh, back in the day when there used to be such things and pick up things all the time and that this is just a random little gem that 
I don't think it was well known because I've talked to quite a few people and people look at me like I've got two heads going, what, what sequel, what are you talking about? And that was pretty much it. It was a little gem I don't know if I'll ever get again, but who knows, in the new year I might look this one out and add it to the collection. Uh, so much ahead. Right. Fifth and final question. How are you going to forge ahead in 2021? Believe it or not, this whole lurgy lockdown that's been going on in the UK and not allowed out of our houses and uh, businesses are closed and you can't do this, can't do that. This has given me time to do stuff like this. So I have been focusing my efforts. My plan obviously in 2021 is just to push ahead with current projects. So I want this podcast to grow and uh, get bigger, reach more people. I want to make more create more relationships with creators, authors, booktubers, you know, people in the genre and who enjoy creativity and fostering creativity. You know, that's that's my whole jam. If anybody doesn't know me, I've, I've talked about it and repeated enough that you're probably sick of listening to me about it. But because the, the big companies and the ones that are in charge of actual producing movies and books are just so lazy now, they're... They have a monopoly, they're lazy, they're, they just put it on a trite. And at the same time, they try and squash down anybody new. They, they just don't want any competition whatsoever. So they do it to each other, you know what I mean? They're always taking each other to court litigations. Like between these large companies, there's like 100 litigations going on at once. That's just their whole business model. So small creators have absolutely no hope. Anyone who understands uh, likes of YouTube or the social media, uh, platforms the algorithms are designed again in favor of people with money i.e big company can afford to spend money on ads and advertising and rank themselves up to the top of the uh what, what do you call it the recommended list so you're not on the top of the recommended list because you're good or popular is because generally you've either managed to luckily go viral with that one video or you've built a gathering over years of hard work or you've just been lucky but generally it's the these big companies that pay to have uh subs- you can even pay to have subscribers you know, i mean you can pay to have false subscribers so it's all against the little guy so to speak so i want to continue over 2021 fostering and hopefully people understand where what i'm doing and coming from and jump on board and we'll get some interesting things happening in the new year and maybe uh this could be the start of a new age of, you know, back to, almost back in time to like the corner shop of creativity, you know, independent uh, artists, independent business owners, you know, taking back a bit of ground and actually being able to make a decent living out of doing this. Because there's, at the moment, it's a, any author will tell you or any creator, there's a lot of work put into this stuff for very little return. and. It's, you know, like bands starting out, like imagine being a musician in this day and age, it's horrendous, you have no chance. Really, really difficult. So anyone that basically creates for their art, I, I want to spend my time, if I can, in my capacity, helping out and then through that, uh, my own works. Uh, next week or two, I've just got the proofreading back from Tales of Horror and Madness. So I'm going to go through the final edit of that and hopefully have that out in the next uh, week or two when I'm not chatting chatting videos all the time but hey somebody puts up a tag i'm going to support you you know what i mean this is what i'm all about so if i see the opportunity to jump on board then that's what i'm going to do so for the sake of 40 minutes of my life why not uh, bad time i added this and stick it up there but um 
as I'm going here, get my own writing out of a few plans for uh, other books and uh, hopefully get those out within the new year and that'll pick up as well. So just to finish off, um, obviously I'll put the links to where I found the book, or sorry, the tag. God, I can't even, I've been talking too long. I'll be going to lie down shortly, just bleh, recharge my brain. But um, I'll put the link to where I found this tag, where it originated from, and then I would also like to tag a couple of people. So uh, these are people that are probably getting tagged already with other people because this is a, you know, it's quite a close-knit community of starting to find. But um, these are people that have got in touch with me directly or supporting the show who I really appreciate it. So first of all, a uh, new YouTuber, Marissa White. Uh, tag her, she's got in touch recently. She's also new and uh, trying to grow and build a following so if you uh, check her out give her a bit of support and love be fantastic uh dark between the pages lovely canadian lady i've been speaking to recently she's actually hopefully reviewing my uh, first book interview with the ringmaster shortly uh, once it arrives uh, gets already on its way across the pond so uh, uh we've been talking quite a bit recently uh, really supportive of the show and the project i really appreciate it so once again, I'll put her link, go and, go and check her out. And Books of Blood, a uh, nice gentleman who I've uh, been talking to recently as well. Uh, actually, I think it's Twitter, another platform. So it's amazing how these conversations start. You know, you just meet somebody randomly, next thing you know, they like what you do and they're supporting your work. So uh, these three guys, really appreciative. Uh, they've come aboard, they're directly supporting the show by uh, subscribing and uh, getting involved and sharing episodes. Um, always grateful so if i can do a little bit to give a bit back that's what i'll do so hope you enjoyed this and uh, until next time keep it creepy keep it horrific <laughs>